Hey guys, welcome back for the special 10th episode of the Your Mother Ate My Dog podcast. He's Jesse, and I'm Josh, and today we decided to leave the comfort of our North American homes and venture out to the South Korean neo-noir action thriller genre for a film that Roger Ebert himself gave four to four stars. This film also came in as the runner-up for the Palme d'Or at the 2004 Cannes Film Festival. The winner that year? Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 911. You read the title of the podcast. Today we're talking about Old Boy. Spoilers ahead. Jesse, what did we just watch? We watched a movie. Yeah. So we watched the movies <laughs> separately. Um, a little a little behind the scenes here. Uh, I watched this movie two days ago. You were saying that you watched finished watching this movie. Uh, a mere 15 minutes ago. Yes, very fresh in my mind. So the emotions are flowing? Yeah, you can say that. So maybe you should start and just see what, what comes out. Okay, well, this was quite the film, I must say. There's a lot, a lot going on, a lot to unpack. 2003. 2003, yes. Boy... Well, it's hard to put into words, I guess. That's, that's been the podcast. Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. It's got to be one of the more disturbing movies I've seen. I guess on like a psychological level. What do you do? You agree with that? One hundred percent. I don't see many Asian films, let alone South Korean films, but they always seem to 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 get you where you're not really expecting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the only other South Korean film I think I've seen at all is Parasite. Do you have you uh, delved much into South Korean cinema? No, I've seen Parasite as well. There, another famous one is Train to Busan, that I've mm-hmm. heard great things about. Um, it stars the the guy from Parasite. No, no, sorry, it stars the guy from Squid Game, uh, who's oh. in the in the train station, uh-huh. the guy who who gets or slaps um, the young the younger man who just keeps slapping people um, okay. while playing that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen you seen Squid Game? I'm sure. No, you haven't seen Squid Game. No, I have not. Okay, well that's another I... South Korean, <laughs> um, just a brilliant South Korea brilliant South Korean mind where you know mm-hmm. violence. It's all about the violence. I've heard of it, but I didn't give into the hype. You know? I recommend giving Squid Game a try. Mm-hmm. I also recommend um, watching it with the subtitles on, not the English dub like I did. Uh, oh, yeah. I think That's always the wrong decision. Yeah. So Old Boy was subtitles. Yes. Uh, which was great. I don't mind reading mm-hmm. words. Um, so, yeah, this is a little bit of a different start the podcast but that's okay um there was a twist do you want to talk about the twist at the end yeah we can go straight to the end now i gotta say i saw the twist coming not like way before it happened but slightly before it happened like did did, were you left in the dark pretty much until it he until it was revealed i've heard of this movie um for a long time i've never i didn't really know what it was about um Luckily, I was dark 
on the twist up until the twist happened. I had no idea. I actually had had to be pointed out to me what was happening. Oh yes. Uh, when he when he opened um, that that blue present, mm-hmm. purple. Yeah, it was like pur- blue? purple. I would say. Um, and flipping through mm-hmm. uh, the photo album, um, and then he was upset, and I was like, "What's going on?" And then um, my girlfriend had to be like, "This is what's going on." <laughs> holding my hand through it. I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. When, for me, it was when all of a sudden, like, um, what's his name? Wu Jin Lee. You know, I guess you could call him the bad guy. He was, uh, like, laughing, you know? And I'm like, well, why is he laughing? And then he's like, so you're, and he was talking to um, Dai Su. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but you know who I mean. Yeah, that's what I would, how I Dice, would pronounce it. Yeah, anyway. Daisu. And um, so he's laughing and he's like, so you haven't figured it out, have you? And then immediately I was like, I was like, oh, like, oh, damn. And then I, I figured it out. I was like, that's like totally messed up. But uh, smart, like smart, like, like I never saw that coming at all. I mean, you did just say you did see it coming. Well, like you know, up until that point. I mean, I only figured it out like two minutes before he straight out, you know, straight up said it or whatever. Okay. So for those who are listening and haven't seen the movie, you should stop this and go see it. Um, you're not going to find it on any streaming sites. Luckily I went to, um, the local thrift shop and found a VHS copy mm -hmm. of it and watched Mm -hmm. it that way. And then destroyed it afterwards because of how disturbing it was. <laughs> um, but if you're going to keep keep listening without seeing the film, again, spoilers, there are three main characters in the movie. I would say. Do you, do you yeah. agree with that? Yeah. Dai Su, the main guy who the film is focused on. Wu Jin, who is also a man in the movie. The villain, kind of. Um, and then the girl, um, Maidu. Yeah, I think it was Maidu. Yeah. Um, who Maidu, they meet, Maidu and Daisu, oh, that rhymes, meet uh, because she is um, serving him live octopus at a sushi restaurant. And they fall in love eventually. And it turns out that thanks to Wu Jin, and hypnosis, um, Maidu and Dai Su are actually daughter and father, father daughter. Mm-hmm. But of course, they don't know that because Dai Su ends up in prison for fifteen years. And thanks to eventually, we learn it's uh, Wu Jin who does it. Yeah, all to get very common. yes, all to get back at uh, Dai Su for a rumor he spread. Right, about Wu Jin being in love with his sister, which was true. So we have some uh, some brother-sister love going on, and we have some father-daughter love going on. Yes. Old Boy, 2003. Not the remake with Josh Brolin, <laughs> which was uh, not very good, I hear. Mm-hmm. But I, I do kind of want to watch it, just to see how different yeah, it is. Yeah, to see what it's like, yeah. That one is on Netflix, mm-hmm. I think. 
I could be wrong, actually. It's on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was on yeah. Amazon Prime or something like that. Okay. okay, maybe we should talk about the first half of the movie. Okay. Uh, first, uh, the f- I knew I was going to like this movie, I think, after the first scene when they were in the police station and they were, it's like jump cutting. Yeah. Like, oh, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he was in this this hotel room. Yeah. For 15 years. And then he finds out, because there's a TV in there, which I guess is nice, but he finds out that his his wife is murdered. And does he also find out that his daughter's dead too? No, I don't think so. Because um, when he gets out, like he has this. Remember, he's like given information on where his daughter is. Remember, she's uh, like living. She's like living in. Uh, oh, in Sweden. In Sweden or something, right? Yes, Stockholm, right? Yes. Um. So when he's in the hotel room, I mean that's kind of cool. Yeah. Just that idea. It was definitely interesting. It was kind of reminding me of uh, V for Vendetta. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Oh, okay. There's sort of sim- yeah, there's sort of a similar thing going on in a way where V, who's like the main guy, he like imprisons Natalie Portman. Uh, she doesn't know that it's him. And he does it just to see if she's going to just to um, give information about his ultimate plan. And uh, yeah, he doesn't hold back. Let's put it that way. It's, it's kind of similar to this situation that... Uh, Daisu goes through in a way. Well, that's interesting because mm-hmm. this is actually uh, the second movie of a trilogy. Oh, uh, by the director Park Chan Wook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a revenge trilogy. Obviously, this is a very big revenge movie. Yeah. Um, the first movie is called Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Hmm. Mr. V. V for oh. Vendetta. V oh. for Vengeance. So I don't. This the third movie is just called Lady Vengeance, so a lot of vengeance. In this yes. one, old boy. Vengeance is definitely a theme. Yes, I got to say another theme in this movie was uh, loneliness, especially like the three main characters are all lonely in their own way. You know, certainly. Daisu is like forced, like forced to be lonely, and Midu, like, you know, she grew up without parents. And Wu yep. Jin, I guess he sort of, uh, I assume he had to be, become sort of a recluse after uh, what happened with his sister. But a rich recluse. Yes. And also I noticed that um, when there was that flashback scene with uh, Dai Su and, you know, he's like smoking that cigarette and he sits beside that girl um, who I guess was uh, uh, Wu Jin's sister, right? Oh, this is, right, yes, the flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's reading a book by Sylvia Plath. Yes. And um, I've read uh, The Bell Jar by her. And I think uh, loneliness is a pretty big theme in that book as well. Interesting. So Many layers here. I figured that, had to, that must have been on purpose, but who knows? I think a lot of things were on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, o Dai Su, the main character, was named after Oedipus. Oh. Who, if I'm not mistaken, falls in love with his mother. Okay. Well, now I have to look that up. Yeah, it sounds about, that sounds right. That would make sense, yeah. 
Is he either falls in love with his mother or he's the one that pushes a rock up the mountain forever. But it, probably the, the the first one. Yeah. Um, and there was something else that was on purpose, um, but now I can't remember. Oh, well. I'm sure it was good. What did you think about the... Um, there was a lot of... I would call it, I guess, body horror or maybe like body effects. You know, like the moments where like you get zoomed in like teeth being ripped out of a head. Oh, yeah. Like things like that. Or like his, uh, Daisu cutting his own tongue out. Like I thought they were very well executed. It yeah, seemed quite believable. Certainly. There yes. were some moments such yeah. as the teeth being pulled. Even him cutting off his own tongue where I had to look away. Like Yeah, I, I, I like cringed a little. Like I didn't look away, but I was definitely like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I can't watch me pull their teeth out. Yeah, it's just that's just a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there, I don't think there was a lot of CGI in this at all. Like most of it was pretty real. Um, yeah. there was a one-shot fight scene, right, kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. That was tremendous. Yes, that was really good. Tremendous for two thousand three, anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. It was um, Daisu, the actor, did all of his own stunts, basically. Okay. The only thing that was edited in that fight scene was the knife going in his back. Mm-hmm. That was CGI, but other than that, everything oh, okay. real. Yeah, the only CGI I could think of was when uh, he had he was like having hallucinations of like ants yeah, on the his ants. skin, you know? I think yeah. that was it, just the ants and like a knife going into a human being. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well. What did you think of the acting? I thought the acting was decent. It's. I'm not South Korean, and I've seen very few Asian films. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really have a lot to compare it with. I thought mm-hmm. that the two, uh, Woojin and Daisu, were great. Yeah. My do, I don't know. She, I didn't have, like, she was a little over the top in a way. Mm-hmm. And then, like the friend, all the side characters, I didn't, I wasn't too high on, but the the two main ones, I quite enjoyed. Yeah, Wu Jin, I thought was the best performance for sure. But um, yeah, there was a little over topness, but it's it's tough to like, you know, especially with like Dai Su. It's like, okay, he's been in prison for fifteen years. You know, how is he going to act? Well, I, I don't know how many like real life people you can turn to that have had that situation like total solidarity and being treated that way so you don't really know how they would act so i thought that was, i thought it was a, a good representation of what it someone might be like after that experience well like the scene like when when he just comes out on the roof yeah with the man and that dog yeah and he just spent a few minutes just touching his face mm-hmm. touching the other guy's face and crying yeah like, okay yeah i totally believe that yeah um i do have a note on um the man and his dog mm-hmm. um so he was actually the first um apparently the first speaking character in the film well the first speaking character i guess outside of dai su and the friend the dog the when he hit the car 
Yeah. Um, totally real dog. Totally not a, f- a fluffy toy. Um, but apparently he, the actor was in uh, the first of the th- three films mm-hmm. of this Revenge trilogy. Yeah. Um, he played an anarchist at the very end of the film. Oh, okay. Um, but he'll always be known as the man who kills himself with his dog. Right. Um, but that scene was also amazing. I The first half of the film I thought was very strong. Um, the last half of the film I thought was very strong. Yeah. The middle half of the film was very strong. I like the movie. It's a good movie. It was good. It was definitely good. A, a little hard to watch at some points, but like not in a didn't put me off or anything like that. It was just like it was um powerful, I guess, in a way that was a little disturbing. If that makes sense. Those were real octopi he ate. Yeah, definitely. Just gave it. Just gave it all he could. Just stuffed them aggressively into his mouth and just. Yeah. That is a South Korean delicacy, octopi. But normally, you uh, kill them before you eat them. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos though before of like people eating them live. Why? Sorry. Why? Why did I see the videos, or why did they eat them live? Why did you see the videos? I don't know. I just one of those things. Like you just oh, just go down a rabbit hole. And yeah. All of a sudden, you're, you know, looking at live octopus in somebody else's. Okay, wait, octopuses in somebody Octo... else's, you know, mouth. Yes. Okay. Yes. A- anyway, I was going to say there was a lot of really cool shots in this movie like you were saying the fight scene in the hall and i also liked the whole where he's like trying to find the dumplings that he was eating mm-hmm. and there was like a cool shot like with the camera in his hand like hold with the chopsticks holding the dumpling like there was this one really cool shot that i liked and uh i'm trying to think of other specific ones but there was just a lot of cool shots in this movie very well like yeah sometimes it just came like, like it came out of nowhere but it, it really worked it was neat. It was like comic booky, kind of in some ways. Just, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I don't know if that was on purpose, but well, mm-hmm. it is based off of a Japanese manga, right? Loosely. Yeah, I knew. I which knew that. will af- it will affect my originality score, right? So I don't know what loosely means. I have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, that's pretty much all my notes on this movie. Yeah, um, a lot. It was a two-hour running time. Was didn't feel like, like two hours to me though. No, I mean I had just watched Dune, two and a half hour movie that didn't feel like a two and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this didn't exactly feel like a two-hour movie. The ending maybe dragged on a little bit. Maybe there's a lot of explanation, which it needed. I definitely appreciated it, but it just made it longer than maybe it should have. I don't know. I'm no movie maker. Yeah. Uh, well, do you want to get to the scores then, if you don't have any, yeah, any let's, other notes let's, on the film? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Originality. Well, uh, I, I would say, you know, I know that there's it was based off a of manga. That's true. 
But I mean, if I were to ignore that fact and just take the general idea that it was running with, I mean, I haven't seen anything like that before. It seemed pretty original to me. Uh, a, a lot of loops and twists and turns and things I was not expecting at all. So um, I'm going to put that whole manga thing aside and I'm going to be at an eight. Only an eight, huh? Okay. I am not going to put the manga thing aside. Uh, I'm going to take away a shade of a point for that. Okay. Um, uh, and I, I gave it a nine. Oh, okay. Because uh, I agree with everything that you said. I've never seen a movie like that before. Apparently, mm -hmm. I dipped my toes into a, a little bit more South Korean cinema than you have. Yeah. Um, but good on Woo Jin for being that patient for 15 years. Uh, yeah. Originality, <laughs> a nine. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Uh, ending. Uh, we've kind of talked about the ending. Mm hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just throw my score out there. I also gave it a nine, which this includes the twist. Okay. Um, I would, well, that's maybe being nice. The ending maybe shouldn't include um, the climax of the film. Um, maybe just, oh, that wind's really going. Um, it should really just include the, the last scene, but, this is like our in podcast. the snow, you, yeah. in the snow, you mean? Yeah, we yeah. can make up our rules. So I'm going to say a nine. Even I mean, mm -hmm. even that scene, like that was a great way to end it. Yes, yeah. it left so many questions. Yep. But he crawled around like a dog. He sure oh, did. Oh, and the fact that there was no winners at the end of the film, right? Uh, Wu Jin. He had that flashback scene of him dropping his sister into the into the water and then shooting himself in the head. Yep. And then Daisu crawling around like a dog. And then the 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 snow scene with the hypnotist. He's trying to erase all of the memories. Mm -hmm. Great, wonderful. Nine. Yeah, I like the I like the ending also, especially like when he uh, Daisu hung uh, hugs Maidu. And like he's got that creepy smile that he has, you know, every once in a while throughout the film, and it's like just shows the insanity. Yeah, I don't know. Like the whole ending was, I thought it was good. It was a good, creepy but good way to end the film. I'd be almost as tempted. I mean, I give it a nine and a half. Were you tempted to give it a ten? I was. Yep. I mean, what makes a perfect ending? That's yeah. It's honestly, it's tough to. Tough to say. Our numbers are so arbitrary. Who are we? Who are we to judge? Who are we to say? Okay, so expectation. I'll let you start because you apparently. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't know anything about South Korea, so. I don't know anything. Yeah. Um. Well, I just had zero expectations. Basically, none. I didn't have any good expectations or bad expectations. I just didn't really know what it was going to be. And like, even if you, when I looked up old boy, just to see, uh, like if it was going to be on any platform, you know, you get like the quick synopsis and it was like categorized as like a thriller mystery movie. And I mean, I guess it is that, but it's so much more than that. 
Uh, so it kind of delivered more than I was expecting. I think I'd be up at like an eight or a nine. Let me go for a nine. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, I, I said this before, but I had heard of Old Boy um, before mm-hmm. this podcast, obviously because I was the one that picked the movie. Um, but I, I had heard that it was a really good film, but that it was okay. It was on people's best films of the two thousands list, like that included North American movies, mm-hmm. um, like one of the best films to ever come out of South Korea. Um, yeah. And I think for the most part that it matched those expectations. Um, so I gave it an, an eight. Okay, cool. Um, I could have probably given it a higher score, but eight sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have already talked about acting. Yeah. I give it a 7.5. Um, and I'll just say the two main characters, Daisu and uh, Wu Jin, were very good. The others, you know, not so much for me anyways. So 7.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Wu Jin was definitely the best performance, like the best performance and like one of the best performances I've seen in a while. I thought it was very good. Um, my do, I actually, I liked her performance as well. And uh, I guess Dai Su was probably the one I didn't like as much, although it was very good. I didn't have a ton of problems with it. Uh, it was mostly fantastic. Like, I guess maybe there were some moments I thought, I guess in the beginning, I was more just, you know, like the first scene where he's in, he's like really drunk. Mm-hmm. Like it just made me not like him very much. He just like seemed really obnoxious, but I guess that was kind of the point. So maybe I'm being a little unfair, but I, overall I thought the acting was pretty amazing. So I'll be a higher score than you. I'm going to be also at a nine. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. The first scene, well, when he was in, when him and his friend were in that phone booth, yeah, with, um, and Daisu had a present for his daughter. You yeah. haven't seen it, but in Squid Game, that is, that's basically a scene in Squid Game. Like, he's calling his daughter in a phone booth. He has a present for his daughter. He oh. then disappears to go Squid Gaming. Oh, so is that like a known, like, that's purposefully done? I'm not sure. I just saw that in the movie. I'm like, this seems familiar. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it was kind of a, a hat tip to old boy. Yeah, it might have been. Might have been. That sounds like it was. Uh, my final score for old boy, uh, which is so far the highest rated film um, of the year for me, 2022. Uh, which means it's also the highest of the 10 films that we've seen. Uh, I read it higher than Dune that I just watched. Uh, mm-hmm. 8.5 out of 10. Um, nice. It's a movie that will stay with me for a long time. Yeah. But it's certainly one that would be difficult to rewatch. Right. We're in that paradox. I can't tell you what happened in Code 8. But I can, I'll tell, I'll be able to tell you what happened in Old Boy for months to come. 
Yeah, that's funny. I was I was looking back at some of our old episodes and Code Aid was one I went to. I'm like, what in the world happened in that movie? They were superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Like I had a general idea, but I I wouldn't be able to tell you like a ton. It just didn't stick with me. But this, yeah, for sure is going to stick with me. And yeah, it would be tough to watch again because you would kind of know all of them. But, you know, that is a, a thing. Like, you can go back and watch a movie having knowing, like, uh, knowing what does happen. And maybe you get to see it in a different way. You don't have to spend so much time, like, focusing on what's, like, the plot points, you know? Because that was kind of like what, what ruined my experience a little with Primer. Was I was spending so much effort, like, trying to understand the plot. And then maybe I missed some nuances of the acting or the scenes or like the scenery or whatever, you know, but this one, like there wasn't too much information being thrown at me that I feel like I missed any sort of nuances. There was like the flashback. I was trying to understand what Wu Jin had done. Like I saw that he was obviously wanting to have sex with this girl, but I didn't understand who it was, but then I clued in pretty quick. I was like, Oh, okay. That's his sister. And then uh, it, the same thing with the twist ending. Although I did figure out figure it out like a little before it was actually you know laid out for us. Um. Anyway, that was just sort of a ramble. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a pretty high score as well. I'm gonna be at a nine, nine out of ten. There wasn't much I did not like about this movie. Well, you're welcome for choosing it. Yes, thank you. This is the second straight movie uh, with nudity. Um, yes, that's true. However, it wasn't it wasn't a good nudity. Um, no, certainly not. No, especially in hindsight, it was not definitely not. Um, have you seen Fahrenheit nine eleven, the movie that yeah. I've yeah, I think I've I've seen some of it. Two thousand three. Some of it, well, not apparently that it. movie was better um, than this one. Uh, I was well. I mean, it, it's probably subject matter, like yeah, timely. Uh, I guess yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at the the other films that were up for um, the the Palm Door, the the best movie at the film festival. Um, mm-hmm. Old Boy beat out Shrek, the second the second Shrek movie. Wait, I guess they just call it Shrek Two. They just call it Shrek 2. That is, Shrek 2. That, that is the best Shrek movie. Although it's weird comparing Shrek to Old Boy. It went to the Cannes Film Festival and almost it almost won. I mean, Shrek 2 is the best one. It is a good movie. That's debatable. Okay, so that was Old Boy. Yeah, amazing. The 10th episode happens to be the best movie, I would say. Would you agree? Yes, I do agree. Okay, wonderful. Well, on that note, it is the 10th movie which means that you've had five movies and i've had five movies Mm. um i think at some point after this episode comes out i'm gonna put a poll up on instagram yeah and just see which uh which of our five movie choices the public likes better um if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so for you we have Primer, Green Lantern, Charlie's Angels, The Haunting, mm-hmm. and Bram Stro- 
Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say Francis Ford Coppola, but I can say these uh, the, uh, Dai Su and Wu Jin. Yep. Um, and I have uh, The One, starring Chet Li, mm-hmm. Code 8, Con Air, Dr. Otto, and The Riddle of the Gloom Beam. Yeah. And Old Boy. So I think... Right. I think as as we've matured as a podcast, our movies have gotten better. Yes, I was going. I was going to say, at first it was like it was almost fun to pick movies that we knew weren't going to be great, but now we've like sort of like been like, oh, let's pick good movies. <laughs> well, it's some of these movies we have no idea, like Old Boy. That's true. Like, old Boy, That's we true. really didn't, didn't know. Um, Dracula, you had a sense that is. Like, there was going to be something to talk about, whether it was good or bad. We mm-hmm. didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it's it's good to take risks. I'm I'm going to keep doing that, I think, with movies I choose. Um, a but, mix of but, things I know and things I don't know. Yep, yep. Yeah, my next movie is died. I have no idea if it's good or bad. I just know I know of its existence. That's about it. So it's not an earnest movie. It's not an earnest movie. I think your list and my list are very even. Um, we have a lot of a lot of bad stuff on there, but yet mm-hmm. you know some good ones. Yeah. For every Code Eight, there's a Haunting. For every Con Air, there's a Charlie's Angels. Now you know I got to say I don't remember the score I gave the Haunting compared to Code Eight, but I feel like I like. I'd probably give a higher score to Code 8. But in hindsight, now that I'm thinking about it now, I think I like The Haunting better. You'll have to go back and listen. I guess so. The Haunting wasn't that bad, was it? No. Uh... I just can't... Fit. I, there's, like, parts of that movie that, just, I mean, like, we were talking about Code 8 not really, like, you know, sticking with us. But The Haunting is sticking with me, especially at that house. Can't stop thinking about that. That set was like one of the most amazing sets I've ever seen. It's a lovely house. Um, mm-hmm. I know for a fact, without going back and listening, that I gave Code Eight a much higher score than The Haunting. Right. Um, I believe The Haunting was actually Green Lantern might have been the worst of the movies. Uh, with Green Lantern, yeah, score wise. Uh, oh, oh, for your score, okay. With The Haunting coming in a uh, close second. Mm. Um, but I could be wrong. I probably should be writing these down. Yeah, maybe. I've been giving my movies higher scores than your movies. I don't know if that's just a bias on my part. It could be. But I was pretty harsh on The Haunting, and that was my movie. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm starting to love it more and more. Sometimes you just gotta like a movie... And then just be generous to it. Like, old boy, I think we were very, not that we were generous, but it was just nice to give high scores because we felt like it deserved it. It was. It was a little refreshing, like, just watching, like, a truly good movie, you know. I mean, I got to say Con Air was also quite a good movie, but in a much different way. Nothing makes me happier than getting you to watch a movie that you genuinely enjoy. Yeah. Well, we'll see if we genuinely enjoy my next film. I'd... I think it's supposed to. I think it's supposed to be good. Do you have like a like a hint? Hmm. Uh, yes. A hint would be vampires. Oh. 
We're going back to the vampire well. We are. We are. I'm not done with vampires yet. Interesting decision. Uh, which character does William Defoe play? Willem Defoe? What did I say? You said William Defoe. Is that his name? William Defoe. I mean, you can call him that if you want, but that's not his name. Is that how you spell it? No, it's W I L L E M. Willem. Okay. Well, um, shows what you know. Mr. Defoe, uh, is he in this one? Not that I'm aware of. Oh. I don't think so. I'm not going to that one that I thought I was thinking of when we watched Bram Stoker's Dracula. I'm going to one that's going to be a it's going to be a different tone to it. I think it's more actiony. If I were to guess, it is Willem. W i l e m. Yep. Oh, he was born in Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh, Apple- Appleton. I've uh, I've been there. Yeah, I bet. Okay, so an actiony vampire movie. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you know the decade it was made in? I don't know for certain. But if I were to guess, I would say the '90s. Okay, good to know. Yes, and there's more than one. There, there. It spawned a sequel, maybe more than one. Let's see. Oh yeah, it's from the '90s. Well, I know. I can't wait to watch whatever vampire movie you got cooking this time. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I've only know. I know like the main character. I know who he is. But I there's only one other person that I know of that in this movie and a lot of people I do not recognize. You're really going back-to-back vampires, huh? I sure am. I, I, I'm i sort of I'm entranced. I have to do it. Okay, well... I always wanted to watch this movie, so... Fair enough. Um, I probably won't go back-to-back South Korean movies. Okay. But now... I mean, Train to Busan would be a good one because that's zombies, I believe. Hmm. Uh, South Korean zombie movie, but maybe, maybe down the road. You remember that Chinese movie we watched called Bio Zombie? Vaguely. And they were like all stuck in a mall, and one of them had like a Game Boy camera. Yes, I'm. St- I th- either I'm, either I remember it or I'm getting it mixed up with something else. But no, I think I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was in a mall. That was a good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well. Old boy. Um, the tenth movie we've watched. The best movie we've watched. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts or ideas or words? Oh, I don't think so. Shout outs, Greg, Janet. Thank you for being a loyal listener. She does not listen to this. Okay, forget that then. I think that's it. All right. Well, thank you uh, to our. You know, to the people out there, the 19 or so who continuously download and listen to this on wherever you listen to your podcasts. (laughs) All 19 of you. We We, appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, Mm -hmm. All right. Well, toodaloo. Toodles. Toodles.